If you or anyone around you are affected by the subjects of today's podcast, you can reach out to get help, advice or support from our charity partners, Women's Aid, at womensaid.org.uk or the Yorkshire-based organisation IDAS at idas.org.uk. You can also find these links and reach out to us directly via our website, takebackthebeat.co.uk or email us at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. Hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Were we both waiting for the other one to say hi? Yeah, we were, definitely. Sorry, I couldn't see your face Um, for a minute either, so I was like, is she going to speak? Is she there? Is it me? Hey guys, welcome back to Take Take Back back the the Beat. Five notes. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Da-da-da. We've, we've had singing. this song in our head. Yeah, oh. we've been singing a little ditty. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Or a ditty? Ditty? Ditty. Ditty? I say ditty. And we don't know what it is. So Mike, if you're listening or anyone listening, please email in because we probably won't know by then either, like when this is out, what it was. It's really annoying us. It is annoying us. Also, just an FYI, guys, uh, Farah has been struck by some sort of cold. So um, this episode will be sponsored by Farah's low vocal folds. I sound um, so sexy. <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> She's like, you don't mind if I'm a bit monotone today? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to lay here. This is it. I'm going to stay right here. Although Leanne, Leanne will be listening. That's our other very good friend. Um, she messaged me after the first podcast because I must have, I think we've been talking for hours at that point because we'd done like five in a row. Yeah. And um, my voice obviously went here. <laughs> And uh, she messaged and she was like, you sound so sexy. (laughs) And I was like, really? She was like, yeah. So Leanne, today is dedicated to you. (laughs) So Farah, on a scale of zero to a whole jar of Biscoff, how is your mental health this week? What's it saying? I'm good. I'm not even, I'm not in the jar this week. We're not there. Great. Uh, Great. I'm not smashing jars. I'm not. No, love that. No, I haven't even opened the cupboard. Hey, good. Any particular reason that that's you keeping up this week, or um, just happy? I'm just, just you know, feeling, feeling vibes. The tickets are on sale um, <laughs> for everything, so I'm, I'm petrified. But I'm also like, <laughs> this is fucking awesome, and I can't wait to meet everyone. I can't wait to create yeah. a safe space, and I can't wait to be with a group of people with singing in my songs. Like it's a dream. Yeah, it's the dream. At an incredible established venue in London. That are happy to have us like <laughs> just that sentence and I'm, I'm happy so oh yeah it's been yeah. good and then obviously um I got to see you in the flesh you did you saw my skin and everything yeah we had a little yeah. snuggle um we did talked about North Korea at three o'clock in the morning because <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, uh, I've fallen down a uh, YouTube rabbit hole of yeah North Korea I'm not going to say too much because it gives me a lot of anxiety because I think I know and also I feel like I my phone's you, listening and I'm just that's convinced that's what I was going to say yeah. yeah you said you weren't going to talk about it because you're scared that your phone's <laughs> listening and they were going to come and get this is literally 3am chats of yeah. Farah literally was like good night night did you know that in I was like I'm not going to know this and then next thing I know I'm like right I'm just going to dream about North Korea before I've got rehearsals thanks babe I swear though I was obviously went to London quite early I got the train and stayed a few days so my train I had to get up at like 6am and at 1am I was still sat on YouTube 
going go to sleep but I was like the next part's on the next part of this documentary and then I found myself like googling stuff that I didn't understand in the documentary and falling down those rabbit holes and then going back to that and it was like 4am and I messaged that I was like what am I doing what else but yeah oh we went to see a friend perform we, we did Kaylee McKnight friend got a lot of work done um we did. the only thing is and I'm gonna say it right now if anybody is oh. listening and they want to no it's not that sounded threatening <laughs> I'm sorry I'm gonna take it's the voice today and we don't know where we're at it is okay. the voice I'll, I'll sure. change that um yeah. so <laughs> I will say this if anyone's yeah. listening because we're trying so hard to find sponsors and it's very difficult yeah it's oh, very God, people difficult do not want to give us their money no who'd have thought how rude. Um, How rude. But no, we really, really, if anyone out there is listening and they know of any, you know, sponsorships or grants that we can get or help that we can get for Take Back the Beat because we want to continue this journey and yeah. it's difficult at the minute. So please yeah. help us. Please help us. Please, you know, fund the um, the process the of this. The movement. Um yes. And please, so that please, we please. can continue to work with our management and stuff like that and help put the yeah. word out there. So, yeah, if anyone's got any suggestions, yeah. like our our email address is takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. So send us some stuff over or yes. you can find us on social. So, yeah, we're also on that, Patreon. Yes, we are on we're Patreon. On, we're on Patreon where you can uh, donate monthly um, and you get like inside clips. We're going to do like a vlog on there of us looking for sponsorship and like mm-hmm. sorting out everything, which we've started filming, which has just been hilarious. Um, so You'll please, also get little do. snippets of our Zoom that we're doing like right now. Yes. So you can see yeah. us while we're doing the podcast. Ah, there's lots of really exciting things on there. It's just basically we are funding everything ourselves currently and we we don't want anyone working for free so we are paying our bands we are paying our sound engineers we are paying everybody and it's it's hard but we believe in this cause and we just yeah. need some help from someone so that we can help do this and then help raise awareness and then eventually with uh, the events and stuff we can make make a lot of money for women's yeah. aid which would just yeah it's not so amazing. we can go on holiday guys it's oh like, god no <laughs> like i mean i need a holiday but it's yeah, not so we can go on, if you want to pay for me to go to new york for a week i'm there oh um, yeah but, but in the meantime yeah, yeah but in the meantime it's no it's definitely to fund this project and yeah even little things like social media and promotion and advert paying for adverts yeah. so that we can sell to it it's a whole shebang you all know what you, you know what it's about out there so but yeah we are funding this ourselves at the moment and um we yeah we could help. we could do with a little bit of help um but yeah so i'm glad i'm glad you're doing well poor biscoff's not seen the light of day but sorry biscoff good for you yeah but no i'm good i'm good, good. and i'm working tomorrow so you know more pennies for the day about the beat box um Woo! how are you my darling do you know as always we are in sync and yeah i've not even Right, this is it. My mum offered me a Biscoff cupcake this morning, and I was like, "Nah, I'm alright." <gasps> wow, wow. That's, I'm I'm good. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, I think I've had a lot of things kind of happen recently that have kind of put a lot of things in perspective again. And I think we always need a reminder of that. And yeah. even stuff like I did a gig the other day just for money. Um, it's like a corporate gig. And I was singing covers, and 
it was the first time I'd just sung just to sing. And mm. just like, obviously it was, I was getting paid for it when the money's gone straight to take back the beat. But it was like, I'm not, there's no pressure here. This is literally just me, my microphone, just having a sing song. And I was like, yeah. God, I love these songs. And I was singing songs from the 90s. And like, I did some script, the script. I did Maroon 5. And I was like, oh my God, I've not done this in ages. And it just felt quite nice. Yeah. Um, and then... Obviously, saw you. We've had lot. We had a little glass of wine and to celebrate everything that's happening and like the fact that six months ago we sat in my kitchen going, "We want to do something, but how? How do we do this? How do we feel a bit safer?" And yeah, how the do progress we help? so and, far. We 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 seem to forget. I think we get so wrapped yeah. up in everything, but like it's doing well. you know I'm I'm sat looking at my laptop now and I'm like oh that's our logo and this is our yeah. movement and look how many people have jumped on board to help from yeah. that little meeting when I was on tour <laughs> and I came to stay with you yeah and we just sat at like your kitchen table I had seven coffees and a and a what <laughs> did like, we have right, like how do a we do cinnamon this? bun and cinnamon bun and we just yeah. wrote like why how all that stuff. and like now look yeah and so yeah I'm definitely yeah. I'm with you on that I think it definitely helps and it always helps kind of seeing you in person we said this because then we're not going because it is really easy to go oh god I've done all this and oh I've got to go do this and it's like actually we've got two people doing this and yeah. we'll see our producer as well who's also doing stuff so yeah so Biscoff mm, fuck off <laughs> <laughs> now now they, they might want to no, sponsor no, no. us <laughs> Biscoff if you're listening we'd, we'd love have we even contacted Biscoff I feel like... Babe, I don't think we have. Did we not do it on LinkedIn? No. No. Oh, right, my that's God. that's good on my list. Babe, first what? thing we're doing, tagging Biscoff. We've missed a trick, guys. Oh don't worry. We're going to get Biscoff. We've been moaning um, all this time and we've not actually put him on our list. That was a bit silly. That was a bit stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway. Um, right. So this episode is a bit of a personal one. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I feel like that's every week now. We're, we're getting right into it. Um... The reason it's personal is because we both know this person very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I've known her my whole life. She is my sister. Um, she has agreed to come on and talk to us um, about a past relationship as well as something that happened to her quite recently online. Um, and yeah, I'm a little bit nervous because she said to me the other day that there's things that she's never te- never said and there's things I don't know and blah, blah, blah. And obviously, that's the same yeah. with our stories. So um, I'm really intrigued, nervous. Also, if I go a bit quiet, it's probably because I'm just really angry and, and yeah. yeah. But we're it's, all it's in hard, it. isn't it? We're all in we're it all, together. We got this we're together. All, yeah. And hopefully yeah. she'll feel good after, you know, like we did. Yeah. Like we did. Yeah. So um, are you ready for this, guys? Let's do Duh. it. Woo! Kelly, let's have you. Okay. So uh, Kelly Michelle Gray is now in the room. Hey, Kel. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Um, just a full disclosure to our audience. Um, we've had some technical difficulties and Kelly has gone from <laughs> being in a spin studio to a cupboard to in her car. And um, yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to very tightly cross our fingers that everything works okay. Yes. Come on, come on, do um, it. Right. So, Kel, why, why did you want to come on Take Back the Beat? Because in all honesty, I think what you guys are doing is amazing. I think this is something that people need to talk about, but they don't talk about. And when they do, it's almost like not taken seriously enough ever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And 
and also it's it's just so common and that's what's so terrifying yeah is how we've normalized some of this behavior yeah yeah it, it's like it's normal it's okay to, to treat someone this way and it's not it's really not yeah yeah and that's why i think we need to talk about it and people need to share their stories as hard as it is we need to yeah i mean it's so weird that like we, me and Farah have said like the amount of times we've both had messages from friends being like, hey, this happened to me and I, I've never told anyone. And you're like, oh my God, I never yeah. knew. And it's crazy, like close friends and it's a whole other ball game, like what's mm-hmm. happening in the world and we just don't talk about it. So I'm very grateful yeah. that you want to come on and tell us. I mean, randomly... Simon, our producer, he said to us, he was like, oh, your sister, she quite publicly went through something in 2020. And I was like, oh, the flower fairy, which we'll, we'll, yeah. we will come on and talk about, Cal, if you're OK with that. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh-huh. sure. I said, Simon, I was like, well, actually, she's been through very similar things to me. Um, I'll I'll ask her if she wants to come on and talk. And I was like, oh, my God, the, the fact that in a family, like there was two people. And it's just like, this is so mental how common it is so um absolutely yes yeah it happened to my sister as well which I haven't actually talked about on here um but yeah I remember things from being younger and yeah you know parcels getting dropped at the front door of clothes that he'd like cut up and left at the door and knocked and ran away that's crazy but and there is a huge gap between me and my sister there's 15 years she's 15 years older than me so I was young so I had no clue what was really going on but I remember that specific memory because it was me that opened the door and I was like "Ooh, a present and then I was like oh this is like (laughs) literally like lingerie all cut up into pieces and I was like this is definitely not for me but now obviously I'm older but I do remember him I remember meeting him on holiday came on holiday with us like that's so weird the whole shebang yeah so and it also happened to my mother as well so maybe they'll come on as well but like you said it's just it's a it's something that people go oh it happened to so and so and oh it happened like yeah. Like you said, like normalizing it, but yeah. it should be spoken about. I think it's very healing to speak about as well. So, absolutely. You know, like, absolutely. we're not here, like you said earlier, to name and shame, and but mm-hmm. it's you have every right to talk about anything that you've been through. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you want to start, tell us a little bit about your situation. Obviously, things you don't want to talk about, just tell us. There's It's a safe space. Yeah. We're all in this together. Yes. To quote oh. High School Musical. It's weird. um I'm so nervous about this conversation I said this to you the other way other day now like I think it's because you know we are such a close family and we talk openly yeah but there's so much of this situation that you don't know about mum doesn't know about and I I never thought I would ever share it because I didn't think there was any need to yeah but actually there is because I'm the one that's just sat here going we should talk about it but yeah I never talk about this yeah um and this, I mean, this particular situation was my my ex, and we split up like eight years ago. But I have been pretty much predominantly single since then, and I think it's a lot to do with my experience with him because yeah. if I see any any similarity at all with a guy or a, a tiny mm. little red flag, yeah. I push them away. I don't necessarily leave them which is really weird behavior i will push them to a point where they go i don't want to be with her anymore like i can't date her anymore because this is too much because i don't want them near me but i also won't take the reins and go actually i'm walking away um which is something i'm trying to change because obviously that's not fair and that's not who i am but 
as soon as any of those little flags come up, I'm just like, no, I'm no, go away, leave me alone, get yeah. out. I don't trust you. I don't like you. You're going to hurt me. See you later. And that's the behaviour that I've got into ever since this relationship ended. Um, yeah. So he, I mean, at the start, he was lovely, and actually, I didn't, I didn't want to be with him. I'd known him for years. I knew his brother, um, and he was always just his younger brother. And then. He, he kept messaging me. He's like, I really want to take you out. Like, please. And I thought, you know what? I'll just go out for a drink with him. And he was such a charmer and he was so lovely. And I heard all about how yeah. he'd always had a thing for me and he always wanted me and, mm. you know, and all this. And I introduced him to my friends and they were like, Kel, he just looks at you like you are the most incredible thing he's ever seen. And I thought, well, this is what I've been looking for. You know, why shouldn't I give this a go? Yeah. But there were flags at the beginning. There were flags. Um, you know, he would, it would little lies or he'd get messages from girls or, you know, things like that. And, and he'd lie about it. But I went with it. And he he got into the gym pretty heavily. And he was he was on steroids and it got worse and worse. And it became more and more of an addiction. Yeah. And I could see it happening. You know, I could see him changing as a person, getting more abusive, like mentally, physically, everything. But I put up with it <laughs> like we do. Mm. And, you know, and he just changed. And, and it would be like, he'd leave the house in the morning and be like, love you, babe, I'll see you later. And then within two hours, I'd get a text where he'd been reminded of an argument or a discussion we'd had like months before. And he'd be like, you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> I just get I'd get a text just like you're a fucking cunt um how dare you like no one's ever gonna love you blah 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 like and I'd be like what the hell where has this come from yeah you know where this has come from like and he'd bring up something and I'd be like what the hell it would just switch yeah um and and it got to a point I think and I was like I need to get out of this because I knew one he was cheating on me he'd been cheating on me since day one you know, and these women would call him in the middle of the night and, yeah. or he, they'd text him and be like, hi, baby, like I'd see the text and he would oh, look God. at me and go, don't, don't you fucking look at me like that. Don't start with this crazy shit. And then he'd make me out to be the crazy one because, oh, I'm sorry, this girl was calling you in the middle of the night, Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. it was all turns on me and his ex-girlfriend used to text him and, and he'd be like, you're fucking crazy. Like, and I'm like, no, this isn't normal. She's calling you baby. She's, <laughs> yeah. this isn't right. And, but I would be the crazy one. Um, and then I think it was like a couple of years in. And I think where it really got bad, um, I had decided that I needed to get out, but I didn't know how because I was terrified of him. I mean, he was a big guy and his... Yeah his mental stability wasn't there and he would flip and I was terrified of him and we went to his brother's wedding and to begin with he left me at the church and I didn't have my phone on me I didn't know where I was going and I was like okay I'll just stay here in the rain like no idea what to do and his aunt ran back and was like come on we're going in the car like come with us and I was like oh okay cool and we're at the wedding and he's barely talking to me I'm barely talking to him he's all over other women and his mum took me to the side and was like why do you act like this Kelly what like why do you act like this and she's like you know you're making a scene and it's his brother's wedding and I'm like what because I'm not talking to him like he he's not talking to me he's all over everyone else he left me at the church um yeah 
And anyway, we left this wedding and we got in a taxi and he let rip in the back of this taxi and was hitting me and was like, just like punching me in the arm and stuff and was like, you're a fucking psycho. None of my friends like you. All their girlfriends take the piss out of you. He's laughing at me. Um, And the the taxi driver pulled over and turned around and was like, mate, you're getting out of my cab. I'm taking her home. And we're in the middle of nowhere. And I... I automatically, though, went, no, 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 please, please, like, just let us get home. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And he's laughing. He's going, don't fucking stick up for me. I can stick up for myself. And I was like, please, let's just get get home. And I was getting upset. And so the taxi driver drives us back to my mum and dad's. And he's still, like, punching the back of the seat. And, and we get out, and the taxi driver turns to me, and he went, here's my number. If you have any problems, you give me a oh. call. And we got into my mum and dad's house, and they're upstairs asleep. And we're in my room, and he threw my phone at my head. And it, like, literally caught the corner of my eye. And he's just like, you're fucking ugly. You're fucking fat. Like, no one's <sighs> ever going to want you. Um, you know, you're lucky that I'm with you. Like, my mates literally laugh at what you look like and everyone knows I'm better looking than you. And he's going on and on. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to go and sleep on the sofa. So I went downstairs and I got on the sofa and I'm sobbing and I called my friend and she was like, Kel, I'm not lying now. I've been terrified for you. I need you to get out of this situation because he's going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm fine. And I laid on the sofa and I'm sobbing and he came down and he sat on the edge of the sofa And he got really close to my face and he's like, do you know what, Kel? You're pathetic. Like, you are a fucking joke. Um, We all know that your parents prefer your sister. She's the most talented one. She's the, honestly, Nags, right? (laughs) She's, you know, so much better than you. They don't even love you. Yeah, like your parents don't even like you. Um, and he's getting in my head and he'd been getting in my head about this for months and causing a riff with between me and Natalie, between me and my family. Because all he would tell me was, they don't love you, Kel. They love Nags. And just a second, Nags, for the people who aren't listening, Nags is what my family call me. If anyone's like, who the hell is Nags? Sorry. Nags is me. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Just, um, I, yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was just going on and on and I was crying and I was looking at him going, why are you doing this to me? Like, yeah. you know, and he would laugh. He would laugh at me. And he's like, look at you. Look how sad you are. Like, no one's going to love you ever. And then he just started hitting me, like, kind of like a little, like, sort of slap almost, you know, just on the body and everything. I was like, you're really hurting me. Like, go away. Please just leave me alone. Like, please just stop going on at me. I I can't handle this anymore. Um, And he's just laughing the whole time. And this went on for about an hour. And he, it was like a like a little chihuahua at your feet, just like biting your ankles, like constantly going. Stop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was begging him, like, please just leave me alone. Like, I can't take this anymore. And he's laughing. Anyway, he went upstairs. And and then, like, the next day, it was like nothing had happened. Um, And this would happen all the time. And But the thing is, he would never do it in front of the people that were his people, yeah. but he was happy to do it in front of my people. So, like... That's exactly the same situation that happened with <laughs> me, actually. He would uh, do it in front of my family, mm. no problem. Yeah. But never, like, knew when to do it so that everyone would see him as yeah. this really nice person. And then he knew how to get me to a breaking point so that I'd look like the psycho. The crazy one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very scary and clever that... It really is. Yeah. 
even now, if you were to ask any of them, I'd probably think they'd say, like, yeah, Kelly's psycho, like, because of the things he would do and tell them. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, we were talking the other day, and my mum actually turned around. I never knew this. And she said that there was one time where he was going at me so much in the living room and the door was closed that she got a knife and because he was he's such a big guy and oh, she God. she stood there with a knife thinking i'm gonna have to go in in a minute yeah because wow. and she was crying and she said as well the amount of times that she'd sit in her room and just cry because she was yeah. like i don't know what else to do i don't know how yeah. to go and fix this how yeah. to stop him and she was so scared that he was literally gonna take my face off yeah um the problem you is know, but it's... to his friends and family it's it's the whole thing of like when do you intervene like again me you and mum are being very open at the moment mainly because of this podcast I yeah I mean the great thing is podcast yeah. is helping a lot of people but it's also making these conversations very normal in our household and um we had this conversation and mum just told us this and neither of us knew that she'd she'd felt like and she said she was like I don't give a shit what he did to me he was a huge dude she's like I did not yeah. care but she was like if anyone hurts my babies I'd have him but the problem is and we both did this in both our collective situations whenever anyone would say anything we would defend 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 and and mum said she was worried about losing us because what do you yeah. what do you do and like you said like this this guy you're talking about he was very very clever because he went you are so close to your family and your sister the best thing to do is split it up and he he did it worked yeah. it 100 percent worked yeah we we didn't talk for about a year like there was absolutely yeah there was times when he would turn up at the house and be like if if Nat's here, I'm leaving, and then you'd have to kick off at mum and dad, and it was like you knew you were doing wrong, but you were terrified, and we all knew that. But at the same time, I I was a kid, I was like, well, fuck this, I I'm not having this, and we ended up it was it was totally split because we all hate I hated that man with an absolute passion, and I'm quite hot headed, and I I wanted to defend you, but at the same time, it's so hard when you are being pushed away. And going, there's yeah. there's nothing you can do. So yeah, I when Mum told us that the other day, we were both like in shock, and we laughed it off. And at the same time, I was like, it must be absolutely fucking terrifying hearing. I, know, I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine. Absolutely, because like, it did. It put such a wedge between us yeah. all, and it was so hard because I was trying to hold on to this relationship because he he tore me down so much. I didn't think that any of my friends liked me. Yeah, I didn't think any of my family liked me. Yeah. All mm-hmm. I had was him. Yeah, and. And this guy, and I knew full well that he was he was hurting me and he was having affairs left, right and centre, mainly with one girl um, who I randomly, once I, I managed to get away from him, I bumped into her and she admitted everything to me, um, which was weird. It was in a club in Brighton, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah. and, and she did, she, but because we sat down and we chatted and I said, I need to know the truth because... He made me out to be so crazy. It, it put everything into perspective in the end. Yeah. And I was like, I, I understand I wasn't crazy. Like, I, I was right. He was with her the whole time. Um, but the family situation, like, I still, I get angry with myself. I'm sorry, I'm going to get really emotional now because oh, this is no. the only thing. Because it put such a wedge between me and my family for so long because he just, like he would tell me all these things and it got into my head which is crazy yeah. because these are my world you know like out of anyone um but he just especially natalie there was the things he would say and then he would kind of like 
flirt with one of her friends and then pull it on her to me and say, oh, she keeps trying it on with me. So then I got like, oh, hang on a minute. You know, what is this? Is my sister against me? I don't understand, you know. Um, And we had this one holiday that was just, I mean, it was horrendous. We all went to Cuba and it should have been an incredible holiday. Um, But there was this French Canadian girl there with her mum. And every time we were out, he would stare at her and she would stare back at him. And it got so uncomfortable for me because they'd just be staring at each other. And I'd look at him and go, what are you doing? You're making me feel really uncomfortable here. And he's like, oh, fuck off. And then we had a big row about it because he disappeared. Um, We were in the club one night and he disappeared and this girl disappeared. And I don't know to this day what happened, like where they went or what happened. Yeah. But we were, we had this big row and then a couple of nights later we were in bed having sex and he literally went, oh, French Canadian girl. <laughs> fucking hell. While we were having sex. What the fuck? And, <sighs> and it's little games like that where you go like, why the fuck did I put up with this shit? Like, yeah. how, how dare you? It's not that you but put when, up at it with it, but at this point it's like you said, they know exactly what, yeah, it's a whole yeah. process, you know, they break you down. They push other, isolate you from the, your loved ones. Yep. It's a whole thing. Like, it's not that you just one day was like, oh, I'm in this and that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a, it's a thing that happens gradually. And yeah. like yeah. it's all psychological. It's emotional. It's not just something where you can just walk away. So, you know, there are yeah. those moments I used to have and I'd just be like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. that's it I'm leaving tomorrow and then you can't yeah. and it's just like like you said you wake up the next day and they pretend like nothing happened so yeah. then you go yeah. am I a nutter because yeah. I was about to leave but today is normal so have right. I overreacted like yeah and this guy it's so, yeah. it's like, so fucked I know obviously I've been through similar stuff but this guy was the king of manipulation like yeah and like i said he very much like me me and kel are very close we're very close especially his family we're, we're extremely close but we hated each other in this point because yeah he would do that to her he would tell her these things about me but then he would be an asshole to me and say things yeah. about like t- to me and i was like i can't say anything because you're my sister's boyfriend and as much as I, I want to scream and literally kick off at you, I can't do that. And then this particular holiday Kel's talking about, I remember, because he used to flirt with my mate who I'd taken on holiday, and she would say to me, I don't know what to do, because she was a strong feminist, and she was like, I want to tell him where to shove it, but I'm with your family, I can't do this, can't do that. Mm. And this one day, he turned up at our hotel room door, and he would just, just knocks on the door and open the door, and I was like, you're right? And he was like, yeah, what are you up to? And I was like, we're getting dressed. And he was like, oh, okay, so can I come in? And I was like, absolutely not. And he was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. And then, like, he denied that he turned up at our door. And me and my mate were just like, what the, what the fuck is happening? Like, and we to the point were going, he did, did, he did, yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's little things like that that I saw a glimmer of and was like, whatever he's doing... I don't know whether he genuinely believed it, whether he needs psychiatric help. I don't know. I don't know if it's the drugs he was on. But he believed everything I mean, he said. drugs don't help. No. Drugs don't yeah. help, obviously. And I know that, like, I had the yeah. same... Oh, God, I, I nearly said his name there. Oh, God. <laughs> I had the same. And it, but it got to a point where it was every time he blamed drugs and alcohol. And I was like, 
well, it's a Sunday morning and, you know, we've yeah. not been out, so you can't mm-hmm. blame everything on that. But yeah. it is it is a factor of it. But the fact, like you said, that he was so... He convinced himself yeah. enough to almost have you thinking, like, two people. Yeah. Did yeah. he? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Kel, do you remember... I think, sorry, I think your ex and my ex are related by the yeah. sound of it. <laughs> like, Kel, sorry, jump on your story. But do you remember we had a huge argument because I kind of... I was living in London at this point and I was coming home and... I did try to avoid when he was there because I I couldn't. And I, I saw so much of my ex in him and I was terrified for you. But at the same time, you you had, you turned into the person I was at that point and I knew that there's nothing I could do. Yeah. There's nothing because I was kind of mm-hmm. the target of his hate. He knew that he had to yeah. separate us and the, the best thing to do was get rid of the person who was probably going to call him out. But Absolutely. I remember coming upstairs and I made, you made me a cup of tea. And yeah, and it was like this olive branch of like, hi, and I was like, thank you, okay, that was weird. Like we don't we don't usually talk. And then the next thing I remember was this screaming coming from your bedroom, and he'd turn around yeah. and said that I never said thank you, and then it like kicked mm-hmm. off at you for making me a cup of tea. That that was the level of his like craziness. Like he went crazy, yeah, mental. Because yeah, that was a bad yeah, one because you'd made me. A he cup was of literally tea. throwing things at me. Yeah, yeah. What? I made Nags a cup of tea. And he lost his shit at yeah. me, and it got so bad. He was like, "You're because for a him, fucking it's like mug." You yeah. broke that connection that he spent yeah. all that yeah. time trying to isolate you from. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh fuck, it, it's fall, it's falling to pieces." Yeah, I literally, I he stormed out the house. Yeah, he did. He stormed out the house, and I remember Mum just yeah. crying, and I went, "I'm gonna go." I was like, "I'm just gonna get my bag, and I'm gonna go because it's something." whatever he's doing, this game he's doing, I'm making it worse mm. by being here. And it's not making it worse for me, it's making it worse for Kel. And as much as we're not friends, we're not talking, I'm not I'm not gonna put like fuel to the flames. I need to I need to remove myself yeah. from the situation. Know that I'm here, but I've I can't. I can't I'm making it worse. Yeah. And it was it terrifying. was such a horrible, horrible time. Yeah. I mean I did I lost everything because of him. He didn't want me performing uh, to the yeah. point that I was actually on tour when we first started going out. And I remember they called beginners. So I was like in the wings, ready to go on stage. And he texted me and was just like, I know that you're fucking about while you're on these tours. Like you're fucking disgusting. Started calling me all these names. And I'm like, where did this come from? And I burst into tears. And like the texts in the in the wing were like, are you, you okay? You've got to go on stage. And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. And I had to go and start the, the show crying my eyes out. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what's just happened. And then when he, when my, when they dropped me off and he was picking me up, it was like, hi, babe, how are you doing? Like, like nothing. Yeah. And so I gave up. I, I left my agent. I, I stopped doing that because he didn't want me to. He didn't like my friends. So I stopped talking to my friends. He didn't like family. So he put wedge in my family. I had no money because I paid for everything. Um, and so when we finished, I was like, I, I've got nothing. But I, I remember making that decision to to leave him and I, I finally did it and the only way it came about was because he'd gone out with the boys and he texted me and said just so you know my battery's about to die but I'm staying out tonight so you won't be able to get hold of me wow. <laughs> and I thought well I know what that means um so I texted him I was like do you know what I'm done and he was like oh fuck off Carol. I'm not having this and he turned his phone off and I sent another message and was like no I'm being serious I'm done so when you turn your phone on we are done and then the next day he tried ringing, he tried texting and all I said was, I meant what I said last night, we're done. 
And that's when it started again because he would start parking outside my parents' house. He would yeah. start calling the house phone. Yeah. He, um, the police contacted me one night because he was on goring train tracks and gave them my number. Um, he would send me like message after message after message, you know, calling me every name under the sun, but then would finish it with, but you know, we're meant to be together and I love you. So let's just sort this out. And I remember mum saying to me, whatever you do, do not go and meet him because I'm worried about what he will do to you. Yeah. And the only safe way for me to finish it was to literally do it over a text. And that's what I did after these years with him. That's all I could do. Um, But I ended up, getting a job for BA and I moved down to Brighton and I got a new car and I got a new phone and I I started again yeah and it was the best thing I could have done I mean I do remember going to Magaluf like the week after we split up and I had the best time it's exactly (laughs) what I needed to do at the time um but like starting again with nothing like no confidence no I didn't know how to talk to people and that's Mm. not me I, I'm a, yeah. I am a bubbly person and I pride myself on the fact that I can go into a room and I can talk to people I don't know. Yeah. But I didn't, I wasn't like that. I, I had nothing. I had to build my relationship with Natalie. I had to build my relationship with my family, with my friends, with myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a whole starting again from scratch and forcing myself into situations that I felt uncomfortable in just yeah. to find myself again. Yeah. Um, and I did it and I did that. But I have remained single since then. Um, and it's been a big part of my life. Obviously, I've, I've made vlogs about it and stuff. But it's because now I won't have that in my life again. Yeah, yeah. I'm so terrified Same. of it. And I'm yeah. I'm so scared of having anybody do that to me again. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. just to... Because obviously, we. I remember when this kind of finished. Because, yeah, you went work from BA, but you worked for Thompson before then? Tui. Tui. Yes. Um, yeah. And I remember you had your, like, final exam and oh, yeah. he'd kicked off like the night before and you hadn't slept all night well, and he it. actually he put a picture of him and this girl that yes. I knew he was having an affair with as his profile picture yeah <laughs> on Facebook yeah, yeah. the oh, night before God, my exam man. just yeah. just to piss me off yeah yeah and I remember mum coming into my room and again we weren't we were kind of trying to build bridges and I knew it was the end of you in the sky and Thank fuck. Um, but that was obviously a yeah. big part of me because I knew you'd had these arguments that I knew that you might go back to him or he might wrangle his way in. And um, and I remember coming in your room and we both just sat on your bed and just cried. And I was like, you need to get out of here. I was like, you need to start again. You need, yeah. you. this is going to be amazing. You're going to travel the world. You're going to do this, but you need to leave everybody behind, including all of his friends that have become your friends. I'm saying your friends in quotation marks and get out of this life. And if he turns up at this house... Mum and dad are strong beings, like, do you know what I mean? Like, they will, mum mm. is yeah. mama bear. Like, there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of reasons me and you both didn't tell mum and dad what we were going through because I I don't want my mum and dad to have got involved because they are, yeah. they are protective people. Um, and I remember this conversation and then him turning up at the house. And I, I remember being scared. I remember being scared for my mm. well-being, let alone yours and I was like you you need to leave you need to go be with friends start again and just completely get rid of him out of your life which thankfully I mean he I don't we can say this but he doesn't even live in the continent anymore does he 
No, no, no. He he um he ended up moving to Australia, <laughs> and then he had family over there, and he actually caused so much trouble amongst them that they <laughs> won't have anything to do with yeah. him. But he's still out there. He married someone out there, so yeah. yeah, he's he's living out there now, which is great. It's fantastic. But when I hope she's all right as well. Yeah. Though. Yeah. When it, when you left, like when that final text and stuff was sent and all that sort of stuff, and he did used to turn up at the house. I remember seeing his freaking that car just outside the house like what how did you feel about it were you scared for your safety because we we all knew what he was capable of I was terrified I mean he yeah I was scared I knew at this point I had I'd got rid of him but if he was to get near me I was worried what would happen Mm. and because he was he was so big and he was terrifying and he could switch yeah um I mean, I've never told you this, actually, but there was one time we had my aunt and uncle's dogs, Harry and Chance, at the house, um, as well as our our dogs at the time. And um, he was yelling at me so much. Everyone was out of the house, but he was yelling at me so much that one of the dogs peed themselves because he was so angry that he'd scared the dog. And I actually, at that point, like, you can mess with me. Don't mess with my frigging dogs. Yeah. yeah. And I I said to him, get out of the house. Like, you need to get out of the house now. And he was like, fine, I'm going. I said, well, go back to that girl then. He was like, I will, don't you worry. And I slammed the door and I locked it. And I remember texting my mum going, I've done, I've done it, I've done it. And they were like, do you want us to come home? Like, she was with Auntie Ange. And, and they were like, should we come home? Should we come home? And I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. But he's gone. But then by the time they got home, yeah. he was back in the house again. Yeah. Yeah. He was just so oh, clever, like, in such a horrific way. Because he found every insecurity you've ever had. And, like, this bit might get cut out, depending on how you feel about it. But um, I talk about, on my episode, about how my ex very much fueled my eating disorder. And obviously, you yeah. you suffer with this as well. Um, we have different different forms of eating disorders out there, guys. And me and Kel check most of the boxes. Um, <laughs> I'm making a joke out of it because you have to laugh, otherwise you'll cry. Um, yes. So yeah, sorry if anyone's triggered by that, but you it's happened to me, so I can laugh about it. But he very much pulled on the fact that you you had had these eating disorders in the past, and he very like the stuff like you're Mm -hmm. fat and you're not good enough and this is something you still struggle with and it's something I yell at you 24-7 when I see you if you've lost a pound I'm like right what what the fuck's going on no come on sit down eat eat a cake (laughs) I say this to you all the time because I know the signs and I know he's very much put into your brain that fat equals worthless and it, yes, absolutely. And like, it's yeah. something we we both really struggled which with. Which it doesn't. Which it doesn't. A hundred percent. Like, I, yeah. absolutely. I mean, this is yeah. this is the happiest I've been in a committed relationship my whole life, and this is probably the biggest I've been in in years. And that doesn't equal anything. It makes no fucking difference. But he very much put in your brain that oh, you haven't been to the gym today, therefore you're a fat fucking mess. And it's like, well, that's not. And it's something you've yeah. you've you've stuck with you for the past eight years. It's something. It's a very big, and you know that, it's a very big trait of yours of like, you, this is one of the first things you always say to me when everything, when a fling doesn't work out or stuff like with the flower fairy or the ghosting, it does go very much onto, because I'm not worth this, I'm not this, I'm not that. Yeah. And it's everything he ever fucking said. And it's so frustrating. Cause it's so true. Who the fuck is he to say anything mm, to make you yeah, feel no. like that? Like, it's, it's very hard to listen to this story because obviously I'm your sister and at the time it was such a like I said I had to 
I had to step away because I was making it worse. Just my presence was making it worse. Um, like he was so clever. He knew exactly the strong people in your life. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, you were on tour and all of the people you're on tour with hated him. So therefore he stopped yeah. you being on tour. He stopped you working with those people. Mm-hmm. You started doing cabin crew and he hated it because those people were strong, independent people. So he was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to ruin your final exam. And he knew, he knew exactly what to do to get you to still be with him. And it's terrifying. Absolutely. He was a grown-ass man. He was the king, the king of manipulation. And um, I like to think now that I am rid of the demons that he sort of put in me. And I I do like to think that I am so much stronger now. Um, Like I said, I don't put up with any shit anymore. I will just drive them away. (laughs) Go away. Um, You know, because I know what I don't want. Yeah. That's that's one thing for sure. I know what I don't want, and the first thing I ever say to people as well, because I'm so terrified of it happening again, is my family and my world. They come yeah, first, yeah. like, yeah. and and that's so that they know they know that like that there is nothing getting in the way of that anymore. Never, yeah. Um, you know, but there are still things like you say. If if when I'm dating someone and I feel rejected, the first thing I go to is things that he has put in my head. Yeah. I'm not pretty enough. My boobs aren't big enough. I'm not skinny enough. Um, yeah. It all comes you know, out to and, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never, it's never, you know, it's just not right yeah. between yeah. the two of you. It's never, you it know, must it's, be me. Yeah. yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. Um, well, thank you for sharing so. us about him. Um, I, I'm trying to think if there's any questions I want to ask, but I can't. But the other thing I wanted you to talk about is obviously you. So. For those who don't know, Kel created this incredible um, uh, YouTube series called All's Fair in Love and Tinder. If you haven't watched it, go fucking watch it. It's really funny. It's literally all based yeah, on true events. Good. Every story. Thank you. I can I can 100% say from what I heard firsthand, all these stories on this TV, on this YouTube series are true. These are all dates that Kelly went on <laughs> and all experiences <laughs> she had. And she's made it into something very funny. But... Um, so yeah, at the beginning of 2020, Kel made this single and skin, which is basically all's fair in love and Tinder. And it's all these different things. And it's what it says on the tin, it's single and skin. Um, and it's a, it started off something really funny and then it, it got a bit sinister. Do you fancy just telling us a little bit about the flower fairy? So it all started, um, I was working in a gym and, um, I started getting, deliveries of massive beautiful flowers at the same day every week went on for weeks went on for weeks and I was like what is going on so I started vlogging about it was trying to work out who it was I was getting like poems with hints and and all this sort of stuff then chocolates were coming he sent a big box of like chocolate cake and sweets and all sorts and this went on for ages at least a few months yeah and um he then made a Instagram profile called the Single and Skimp Flower Fairy and then contacted me using this. Now, obviously, this was a fake profile. It had no followers. He wasn't following anyone. So it was just a way for him to communicate with me. Yeah. And he was giving me all attention. these hints about... Yeah. So he was getting giving me all these clues and stuff. And it was great for me because it was giving me great content, let's be honest, for Single and Skimp. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> And so people were invested. I was getting people that hadn't watched Single and Skin before becoming invested. People that I hadn't spoken to for years were, were contacting me like, I need to know what's going on. Yeah. 
so it was great um Anyway, we had decided, I couldn't work out who he was. I'd made lists and everyone I'm thinking of, they're married, they're married, they've got a long-time partner. And I actually said in one of my videos, whoever it is has to be single because I've made this so public yeah, that yeah. they're going to be called out, right? Anyway, we'd agreed to meet. And my sister and your boyfriend, Aiden, they mm. were coming along um, so that I wasn't going to be on my own. We were going to film it. And about a week beforehand, he'd sent me a picture of his sister um, and said, do you recognise her? You know, this is my sister. We're really close. He told me that they were best friends. He even said one night, I'm just about to meet my sister. We're going for Wagon Mummers. Like, he he put her into his story a lot. Sent me this picture. Did you recognise her? No, didn't recognise her at all. Attractive girl, didn't recognise her. So the day before we were due to meet, I was like, there's got to be some way I can find out who she is. So the picture was her up at the O2. So in Instagram, I put in hashtag up at the O2 and all their pictures come up and the picture was there. So I then May. saw who she I was. I love this. All right? I love, so we're, I love we're this. Women because we will find <laughs> right? everything. FBI exactly. guys right here. MI5 we'll find people. your credit score. Everything. We know everything. Do not lie. Don't fuck with us. So I found her. Found her on Instagram. Looked through her Instagram. No brother. Couldn't see it anywhere. So I I messaged her and I was like, hey, really random. Um, I know your brother. You know, (laughs) like she replied, I don't have a brother. I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck. I messaged him and was like, hey, really weird. I managed to do some stalking today. Found your sister, but she doesn't seem to know who you are. Within minutes, the whole single and skint flower fairy disappeared. Gone. Everything gone. All messages gone. Yeah. So I'm devastated at this point because all I can think of is someone's had a really expensive but fucking bad joke with me. I have been the butt of their jokes. They're probably laughing at me. This is horrendous. Like, I felt like such a mug. But like, and all at once, also, everything came... Like, do you remember? Like, I remember sat there with me and Aidan over a coffee and you got all the clues out because there was like poems he'd written you and it said something like, you yeah. ghosted me in the past, you wore... And he described this outfit you wore that I always call your date outfit. Um, and it was, it was like, um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the outfit you would wear on a date. Yeah. And he, he'd like said really specific stuff. So you knew that you had... I'd met this guy it wasn't like a yeah. fake guy this you knew he knew things about you like yeah, yeah I remember absolutely. that yeah it's like weird. details yeah. of where you were and didn't you know exactly. like where you he lived knew or... things. he knew yeah. where she worked because that's he kept sending yeah. you flowers to your work and I said to you I was like yeah. be really careful what you're putting on social media we've all seen you the Netflix series Pl- yeah like, be careful and like Aiden bless him <laughs> like my boyfriend's a little bit cynical when it comes to like things like this and he literally was like Nah, um, I drove right to you. He's like, messaged me, and he's like, Nah, I am a little bit worried about Kelly and this guy. Like, and I was like, It's fine. Like, we're gonna go. We'll, we'll be there if she meets him. And he was like, Yeah, I just, yeah. I'm getting serial killer vibes. And I was like, We've got this. She's, she is fine. So, it wasn't like a complete stranger. He knew things. He knew things about you. And he had you on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. So he he knew everything. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Well, I mean, he just disappeared. I was, I was mortified. I remember calling you. I was like hyperventilating, like, "Oh my god, like, what's happened? Who has done this to me? Why yeah. would they do this to me? Why would they, like?" I, and then I started freaking out because I was like, "He does know so much about me," and like, "Oh my god." Um, so anyway, Christmas happened. Nothing else from the flower fairy. He had just disappeared, 
And I sat there over Christmas thinking, there has got to be some way I can find out who this is. Because whoever it is was following me on Instagram, right? Because that's how they they knew me. That's how they, they knew where I worked and stuff, surely. Yeah. Anyway, he had told me the name of his golf club. So I thought, okay, let's let's go on let's go on the golf club Instagram. I remember this. And they only had about five hundred followers. So I thought, oh, okay, this mate. has got to be easy to look through. I'm looking through. There was only one person on there who I knew. I was like, right, okay, yep. Yeah, we had dated years ago. I wasn't interested in him at the time. Okay. He had also told me his his birthday. And he told me that he went to Southampton Uni. So I then put in his name into Google and his LinkedIn came up. This is so funny. Southampton Uni, oh. same birthday. He'd also sent me once this box Mate, of I'm goodies. I'm so sorry that to interrupt it, you, but for a start, I'm sorry this happened to you because what a fucking bell end. But <laughs> yeah. what a fucking dream you are. You need to contact <laughs> Netflix because this is the sort of shit I watch. Like for real. Right, you need to get right. in touch with Netflix I've told and be her like, this. this fucking happened to yes, me. Write this. It, like, for real, like, I'm fully well, invested. listening from Netflix, <laughs> if anyone's listening, I'm more than happy to talk, okay? Um, we can call it, like, the flower swindler, whatever, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so, like, I, I'd worked out that this Southampton Uni, date of birth, and then this box, it had an old postcode on the bottom of it. It was like an old box. The oh, yeah. postcode was registered to his company. So Stop I then had right it. Now. I was like bish bash bosh it's you so I then messaged I first of all I put a post up on Instagram I said I've been in contact with the police which I had and um they know who you are and I know that you're reading this yeah um now the reason I never thought it was him was because he had got married a year beforehand yeah so I had had him on my list of people I dated but I crossed him off because he had got married the year before so I then messaged him and I said, I think you've got some explaining to do. And he came straight back with, yes, I have. Can I call you? Such a prick. Oh, my. So, what? Yeah. yeah. So he then calls me and I was, oh, my God, the, the fuming fire of flame in my stomach was just, yeah. I mean, it was coming out of my ears and... I said to him, does your wife know? And he said, yeah, I've had to tell her because she said about the police. And I was like, okay, well, what did she say? And he goes, she understood. Understood And I went, (laughs) that he was trying to do something nice for someone. That was why he did it. That's what the reason he gave me. She doesn't know. She didn't know. You fucking liar. No. Yeah. Well, I said to him, I was like, either you haven't told her the whole truth or... She's a bigger mug than anyone I know and you deserve each other because yeah. whoever would put up with that shit, do you know what? Morphal. Morphal, you are you deserve it if that's the case. But I don't think she does. I think she Although knows. she blocked me on Instagram. I reckon Because I looked at her. Yeah, no, I reckon he said something like, Oh, this girl is obsessed with me, or I used to date this girl. You know that whole crazy thing that they pretend yeah. women are? Yeah. Like, we've always said it's a red yeah. flag. If a guy ever says to me, Oh, that girl's crazy, yes. I'm like, right, red flag, cool. Why is she crazy? Yeah. What did you, Absolutely, what did you do? What did you do? What did you do, yeah. 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 What what did you do, you do to do? make her crazy? Yeah. To flip that yeah. switch. Because she didn't start crazy. Uh, 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 uh. She didn't start crazy. No. Yeah. So, you know, what what happened? <sighs> um, but yeah, so he reckons that he told her everything. They're still together. Yeah. They are still together. Um, it's bullshit. And, but I think to myself, you spent like four to six months sending me flowers that were probably about £70 ago each week now yeah. did that come out of your joint account 
did she pay for those? Should I be saying thank you to her? Because you've spent all this money sending me flowers every week, writing me poems. Did the police do anything? Like, or did you, like, what was his excuse? Why did, like, what did he say you did all this for? Because you rejected him or you didn't want him. So he said, he said he was doing it just to do something nice for someone. How is that nice? Yeah, exactly. Somebody's life. Exactly. Yep. And then when I spoke to the police, they basically said they couldn't do anything because once you put anything on social media, it belongs to the world of the internet. So any pictures, it's like you going to Oxford Street and dropping a load of naked pictures of yourself. They then belong to whoever picks them up. Like it is that free. Like anything you put on the internet belongs to anybody out there. So. It was fine what he was doing. He didn't threaten me. You know, yeah. he hadn't caused me any um, physical harm. No, he just so stalked therefore, you. So therefore... Yeah, it's a stalking. Yeah, stalked me stalking. and mentally... Is mentally that not, disturbed me. Is that not illegal me. anymore, stalking? No, no. Okay, no. Cool. And because Good to know. I... They, and because as well, in their terms, I basically went along with it. Yeah. Because I was vlogging about it. Then they couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. So there was no, there's no law in place. It wasn't genuine. Fair, it was a, it was a, it was a hoax. No. So how is that not? Yeah. It's bullshit. You know, I know. I know. And in a way it's, it is kind of bullying. It's, it's online harassment. Yeah. yeah. But they said to me, they are trying so hard to get laws in place for social media, but they cannot do it. Yeah. There are, there's, it's almost like the social media is run by a load of these robots that don't exist. Like how many times have we wanted to report something on Instagram and you don't get yeah. anything back? Yeah. Report yeah. something on Facebook, you don't get anything back. Someone else can take your pictures and make a whole um, like profile, yeah. but you that can't do anything me. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah me too. I don't know if it's a girl, but there's somebody on Instagram who was taking my yeah. Farrah music stuff and made a page. <gasps> Babe. There's a picture of you on there now, me and you yeah. at Pride, and she's oh. they've taken all my hashtags. Yeah. They've just flipped my name a little bit, and the only reason I realised was because when I was in Ibiza, um, we met a group of people and we were all exchanging uh, Instagram handles, and somebody had yeah. put my handle in, like, one word in front of the other instead of the other way around, and they were like, oh, is this you? Yeah. <laughs> it's not got many followers obviously and I was like yeah. it is but that's not me and I clicked on it and like somebody's tried to just make a whole profit like my exact like captions from my Instagram yeah. the same wow. hashtags the same profile pictures but they'll like, do nothing about it me with Nat at Pride but I've reported it I've inboxed them I'm like hey Stop you're it. me like <laughs> yeah. I got my yeah. brother was like excuse me this is not okay but no one replies yeah. and it's no. not taken down but it's, it's they don't care There's, they do not I'm on I'm on Bumble apparently. There is there's a there's a oh. literally but I know this. The thing it's like what they are care. they doing with your profile? Exactly. Well, like who is messaging Farrah yeah. music official or official music? Yeah. That's all they've done is change that one word around. They, it's just that like, people don't it's care. Like I had I've had people message me being like I swear you're in a relationship and I'm like I am. And <laughs> I they're swear like you're on Pornhub. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. And then she's uh, like no, yeah. why is your profile on Bumble and I'm like I've never been on a dating website and they're like yeah and I'm like okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sure. but this is the thing like invasive like I yeah. I saw that yeah. and even though it's not got a big following and it's not you know but people follow it and people like the pictures and I was yeah. like it's not me. I feel really like I felt naked I felt yeah. like oh my god invaded who is this fucking like, person yeah that's how I felt yeah yeah, yeah and then I was like invaded. is it an ex like, is it a so like yeah. what are they doing yeah. it's yeah. it's mad it's yeah it's not it's not nice this is it 
it's horrible because you feel like someone has literally just invaded your soul. Like someone's taken your personal diary and just shown it to the world, isn't it? Yeah. And it's so hard. And that's how I felt with him because I was like, who have I been talking to? Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. have I, like, I don't understand when it first happened. Like, what the hell? But again, and changing the subject almost a little bit slightly. Um, it's like, you know, when people send nude pictures, like I will never do that. No. Never, ever. Yeah. Because I have had, like, my ex, he threatened to send them to people that we'd sent private pictures to each other while we were in a relationship. And even after that, he threatened to use them. And you hear about this so much. And people do that on on these social media sites. They're stealing people's pictures or using ex's naked pictures and putting them everywhere. So it's so dangerous. Like, just any kind of pictures, you've got to be so careful. And... When I hear people saying, oh, you know, I just sent him a little, like, sneaky picture, I'm like, why would you do don't, that? just don't. Why? Yeah. I did it, though. I, you, you know, I met him very young. Yeah. And at the time, you worked away for a couple of weeks at a time, and it's just what you did. Like, yeah. I'd be like, well, I'm sending it to his phone, so, you know, you he can save him for him. Yeah. But towards the end, I do remember... Yeah. It was like, there was a time where I blocked him on everything and he managed to get through, like he created a new email or created a Facebook thing. And he was like, I've, and sent me the pictures of myself from like then, from a couple of years ago. And was like, I will, if you don't fucking answer your phone, I will post these. Oh my God. That's horrific. So obviously then that was it. I was like answering the phone. Yeah. But then because it was a pure panic I was like oh my god that's me like I don't have them on my phone I completely forgot about them it was me in Thailand because I've been away for like two and a half weeks as well and he was working away before and not seeing him so we're just sending pictures to each other as you do and the sheer panic I just picked up the phone and I was like what the fuck but then he laughed about it like I was I felt myself go completely red hot and sweaty and I was like oh my god that's my worst fear I could throw up right now yeah and he answered the phone and he was laughing he was like as if I'd fucking do that dickhead prick and I was like what a twat wow oh my god it was the worst and then also when I calmed down but at the time like that fear yeah. I, honestly, I was just like crying, shaking. I, f- I felt like I could be sick because obviously when you open something, you don't expect to see your naked body on there. The, the yeah. picture that I forgot I'd sent anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it was uh, to a partner. And yeah, I just remember then coming off and I was obviously really angry when I got off the phone and I Googled it and I was like, obviously at the time I hadn't processed that I could actually just get him done for that anyway. Yeah. Like he could go to fucking yeah. prison for doing that. Yeah. Um, and then I, so, I, so then I, I think I blocked him and sent him this whole thing and I was like I'm keeping that because if that ever does happen I've got proof that you You said you were going to post it yeah so not only could you get locked away for that but like why the fuck would you but then again convinced me to be like yeah but I just did it because I need you just to answer phone because you've been ignoring me for three weeks I'm like yeah because so it's that it's that whole thing of but the sheer panic of when I when I opened that email (laughs) I was like that's my body that's me naked do you know it's it's really horrific like i'm just to be a bit different here but a friend of mine i know she, i feel like we've gone off on a I tangent know, I know, sorry but I love it. <laughs> a friend of mine i'm not going to name her because i don't think she kind of wants people to know that this did happen years and years ago but her ex i can't there's a name for this isn't there it's revenge porn revenge porn that's what it's yeah. called isn't it revenge porn yeah. yeah he when she left him and he was abusive when she left him he put up a post and it was all her naked selfies or pictures he'd taken of her. And she said to me, my heart sunk, I felt sick. But then I went, yeah, that is fucking me. Look at me. I'm, I'm fit. <laughs> and she shared it on Facebook. And she put, 
hell yeah, this is me. I go to the gym three times a week and I look fucking good for my age. And literally within about an hour, he'd taken it down. Because she went, you're not. And she said to me, she went, I felt sick and I knew that I could lose my job. I knew that my friends and family Mm. would see it, but I had to own it. I had to go, yeah, 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 I did that. And come on, show me, show me someone that's never done that. Show me someone who would never do that to their partner, like as in send these pictures. It's the thought, isn't it, of all your friends and family seeing it. That was my, I was like, obviously I have a body. Everybody has a naked body. But it's a power trip. I don't walk up. It's that, it's yeah, power. it's that thought of like all my friends, all my family, like my dad clicking on Facebook. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? That'd ruin my life. It'd ruin yeah. his fucking but life. But that's why do they do it. That's you know, why they do it. <laughs> do you know what that girl did though? What? Your friend. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Your friend. Yeah. Took back the beat. She, hey, she did. She took back the beat. She did take back the beat. She took <laughs> yeah. back the beat. Yeah. There we yeah. go. But like she said to me, she was like, I am like, I am proud that that is my body and that's what I look like. I felt sick and I knew that people would judge me for it. She said, but I wasn't going to let him have that moment of making me, me feel that small again. She was like, I, was, I left that situation. So therefore... Yeah, 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 that is me. What are you gonna do about it? And he sh- shat himself, and then he just deleted it all. Good on her though, because like you said, it's already out. Yeah. If he's already done it, yeah. But it is. It's, wow. it's fucked up. But to go back to the flower fairy on there, flower flower fairy. That's hard to say. The flower fairy. The flower fairy. <laughs> flower fairy. Like, <laughs> we are we are making a joke out of it, but it's you were devastated. Like I remember, it was. Um, I can yes. I can even tell you, it was the eighteenth of December over 2020 <laughs> I know this because it was a day after my boyfriend's birthday and we were going for dinner um, and I literally you and my boyfriend have a very banter relationship you take the piss out of each other about every freaking <laughs> little thing and I just looked at him and went not this and he was like I know and I remember he just walked in the house and he just put his arms out to give you a hug and it was just like we're joking about it now but at the time Again, like you said, you've been single for it was hard. F- fucking years and you've had like flings and stuff, but there's been a lot of self-growth mm-hmm. you've needed to do because of the abusive relationship you're in and the fuckery yeah. of that. And then this happened and it felt like someone was there. It felt like someone, it was the it was the fairy tale romance that we all dream of. We talk about some of the, the Tinder swindler. It's that thing of, oh my God, this will be the most incredible story. This is going to be love and Disney and uh, birds are singing around my head. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it just felt like you said to me, you're like, I'm so embarrassed and mortified. And it was, it was but, horrid. Yeah. But we can, yeah. you know, you will have that one day. I will have that one day. Nat's yeah. got that. So of, mm-hmm. don't, it, it's nothing to be embarrassed about, like at all. Those things happen. But unfortunately, sometimes yeah. it's the other people that should be embarrassed. Like he, sh- he should be mortified. So should she. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm not absolutely. shaming any women or anything, but like, I mean, we don't know what she's... Yeah, she doesn't know the full story. He's told her, but... Yeah. Girl, you deserve better than yeah. that. I'm telling you now. Well, it was, it was that's that's a whole right. thing. Like, he yeah. spent time doing oh that God, to you. Oh, my God, so much time. Like, and a money. lot of time. So much money. And, like, yeah, do you remember, Kel, He So he started watching my Instagram story. And at the, the yeah. time, my boyfriend was still on social media at this point. So he and he was watching his. And I, I put up a post on my... Because, obviously, Kel had been speaking to the police. And she was like... I'm a classy woman. I'm not going to name and shame or whatever. 
But I was obviously seeing how devastated you were. And there's a video on YouTube of the moment Kelly found out that it wasn't real. And it's it's heartbreaking. Like both me and mum just yeah. sobbed watching it. It's horrific. That's what I remember yes. obviously seeing. And I messaged you because mm. I was like, I had no freaking yeah. idea it's, that, it's horrific. that it was like a whole thing. Because I've been yeah. keeping up with it as well. Like, oh, you yeah, know. And right. I but remember messaging when I saw that. I was like, fucking hell. It's horrific. And I saw mm. that and I was livid. I was just like, I just... I want to scream at him and remember, and I I saw he was watching my story so I put a post up that said my sister might have the grace of someone who's not going to out you but I certainly fucking don't stop watching my Instagram leave us alone hmm. and he blocked me straight away I remember it yeah he blocked me and I was yeah. like the police have said uh, advised us to open up and talk to you about it they're not going to do anything so back off leave us alone what you've done is stalker mm-hmm. it's harassment it might seem like fun it's harassment um, yeah and it's terrifying. It, really it fucking ruined you. Like, you were devastated. And it took it your confidence all the way back so, to the beginning. It did. And that's why I stopped doing Single and Skin. Because yeah. I just couldn't... He ruined it for me. He yeah. he, tint, he tainted it. He he turned it into something it wasn't meant to be. It was meant to be entertainment. It was meant to be a, a safe space and a place yeah. for us to laugh and talk about things like we don't want to talk about and just have fun. We were going through lockdown, you know, and we needed something light and fun and that's what it was. And then he turned it so sinister. Yeah. And he did take all my confidence away and that's why I stopped Single and Skin. And yeah. it won't make another appearance because it's now not what it was for me. No. Um, because people say to me, why don't you do it anymore? I'm like, it's done. Like, yeah. it is done. Um, yeah. So, you know, one of those things. But it was what it was. And, you know, we can't do anything no, about it now. And it's, it's a shame because it was really funny and I really enjoyed it. Um, and like I said, mm. guys out there, please go look at YouTube, um, All's Fair in Love and Tinder. It's freaking hilarious and it's all true and it's all Thank horrific. You. <laughs> um, but before, before we let you go, so you left this guy, you started a new life in Brighton. And obviously, like you said, it's still... Yeah something that you come back to and obviously then the flower fairy and all this sort of shit happens do you think going into a new relationship will be difficult what 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 expectations have you kind of got with this and are you scared are you excited like what how do you feel about it all you know this is a big part of my my thought process during the day like I think about because I am very maternal I want babies I want a wedding I you know and I want yeah. my family to be there and I, and it's a very big thing for me and it's something that does kind of bring me down sometimes because I think, why hasn't that happened to, for me? But when I do look at it, I think the reason that I'm not with someone is because I refuse to settle now. Yes. And when I say settle, that doesn't mean that people I've dated haven't been good enough. That's not what that means. It just means that I don't feel like we were matched 100%. Yeah. And what I want is 100%. Yeah. I want to have that person that that puts me above anyone else that they've been with, you know, and that makes me feel something, makes me feel good, makes me feel like I'm secure and that I'm loved. That's all all anyone wants, right? But I also want that giddiness. I want to be able to to be with someone that makes me feel like I want to touch them, I want to hug them, I want to kiss them. And unless you have that, I'm not going to settle. And whether that takes me a week, a month or another 10 years, then so be it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not going to allow someone to treat me the way he did. And for me to ever feel that way again, I just can't. I can't allow my mental health to 
to go through that again yeah. because I honestly I don't think I'd survive it again if I'm completely honest yeah. I don't think I would survive something like that again and so I can't do that to my family I can't do it to myself the and thing is I know this it makes me nervous like even I know you think about your family I'm the same but also you're too strong after going through something like that I'm the same mm-hmm. it, like forget about everyone else not in a nasty way but I'm like, I'd never do that to me again. Like, I love me too yeah. much yeah. to fucking let somebody do yeah. that to me. Like, I'm a queen. Like, no no yeah. peasants for me, thank Definitely. you. Yeah. Do you know what but I mean? But this like, is not going to happen. This is something no. I, I quote to Kelly probably once a week, m- minimum, yeah. is there's an incredible um, thing from by Daniel Sloss. Everyone knows I'm obsessed with Daniel Sloss. Legend. Absolute legend. <laughs> and he says this whole thing of like, if you only love yourself 20%, and then someone comes in and loves you 30%. That is 70% less than 100%. That is not enough. That is less than half. But yet it's more than you love yourself. So therefore you'll accept it. And it's not... Mm-hmm. It's not okay, and it's not what I yeah. want for either of you guys or for myself. I like. I do the same with yeah. my cup. I'm like, how I don't want to, and this this go, now you'll know this is all like really to do with like tarot and stuff. But if I've got a full cup, yeah, and that's great. I can give that full cup to someone, and they can give me theirs, and we can just make ourselves better. Yeah. Whereas if my cup is not mm. full, then I don't want to give that to someone else. I don't want to take it. Yeah, I love and that. And they'll take it. They'll take yeah. it. And yeah. theirs might not be full, but then what yeah. starts to happen is you don't really know who you are. So yeah. then you'll fill each other's up, but it kind of it's just not. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. mesh yeah. well in the sense of like energies and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, if I've got a full cup and you've got a full cup, like let's go. Yeah. And obviously, no no human being is perfect, but no, it's like you've got to be happy with yourself. Like I have days where yeah. I'm like, ugh, today, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, right. It, but that's the, every single person on yeah. this planet will have those days, and if they don't, then like, what are you taking? Give me some. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But it's self-love and it's but self-growth. and It it's, is self-love, it's, uh, yeah. It's accepting yourself and knowing, do you know what? I'm a fucking queen and whoever comes mm-hmm. into my life will be a fucking king and we will rule a yeah. kingdom together. And I, I exactly. say this yeah. again and I know it's very very bit different opinion I do not believe in the whole concept of completing someone or feeling completed no. by someone like yes. I am madly in love I want to spend the rest of my life with this man that I am with now Ugh, that's gross isn't it oh god um, help us I know. <laughs> why am I just I'm grinning joking, I love him I didn't even I love him. I just sat grinning like oh. <laughs> bless him but he doesn't complete me. I don't complete him. He is 100% a human. I am 100% a human. But together... You have your own shit. We have our yes. own shit going on. But yeah. it's a lovely bonus having each other. Yeah. And it's we yeah. build each other up when the other is feeling sad, but we never take anything away. And I... I hate when everyone's like, I just need to find someone to complete me or I feel something's missing. And it's like, no, no, no. That thing that's missing will still be there when you find another person. It will yeah. just be covered. And then eventually yeah. that will destroy the relationship because... They don't mm-hmm. complete you. We're not a broken piece that needs fixing. We nope. do that ourselves. No. And I say this to Kel all mm-hmm. the time. I'm like, I genuinely believe the reason you've been single this long is because you've needed to work on you. And you've needed yeah. to accept who you are and love who you are. Because yeah. if, if you don't, how do you expect someone else to? And yeah. also, how do you yeah, expect exactly. yourself to stand up for so- yourself and say, I don't mm-hmm. deserve that? Mm-hmm. And it's it's such a hard thing to learn. And I know I can be a hypocrite because there's days when I'm like, Ugh. but... It's trying to remember no, these that. are the things that you have to tell yourself on those yeah. bad days. I go back to my like analogy of um I say it on another podcast and you've probably heard it, Kel, but of like that little mm. girl inside me and I'm like I've yeah. got a picture of myself and I keep it on my desk and I'm like, 
and I'm just in this happy moment yeah. and I'm probably about seven, eight years old. I've got a mouthful of food and I'm laughing hysterically. So <laughs> I'm obviously very happy. Um, and I just think, would I be mean to her? Would I? No. Like th- when I get up and I'm like, oh, look at that spot. Oh my God, you've got a gray hair. Or, oh my God, who would want you? If I have those really bad days, yeah. I'm like, would you say that to her? Like, nope. she's beautiful. She's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And, she, and if I'm like, we talk briefly again about, you know, eating disorders and stuff. I'm like, she don't care about eating disorders. She's got a mouthful of fucking what's it's and like, <laughs> yeah. cake. She doesn't care. And she's having yeah. the time of her life. We love a what's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would, I, would I say those things to her? No. So therefore, yeah. I'm going to protect mm-hmm. that because she's still yeah. there. Like, there's still me. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. I, but that is that is me, and I have to, I have to look after her. Yeah, I really do, yeah, and absolutely. that's those are the things that I say to myself every day. And I'm like, I've got you. Like, if no one else has, I've we've got, got this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's that's what I always have to tell myself. So if you have a yeah. bad day, mm-hmm. find a little picture of yourself and be like, I love her. I'm gonna give yeah. her a massive hug because if she was stood in front of ugly I love little that. shit. No, yeah. you wouldn't. You'd be like, come here. Yeah. We're having a bad day. Come here, babe. Yeah. What can I do to make you feel better? And then I go buy myself a yeah. bunch of flowers and I'm like, that made me feel better. Boom. Great. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just finding the ways, isn't it? Yeah. And like something yeah. before we have rattled on a lot on this. Sorry, guys, for the long episode, but fuck it. It's our podcast. Do what we want. Um, <laughs> so obviously I spoke about this on the podcast a bit is obviously the end of last year, our dad was diagnosed with cancer and it was the most horrific six months we've ever experienced um we genuinely mm-hmm. I remember sobbing to my mum saying I'm not ready to lose my dad and I mean no one ever is but it was horrific and we sat in the day of his operation to get his prostate removed me and Kel sat in a coffee shop and Kel said to me she's like I just want my dad to walk me down the aisle and this is the time that I go fuck I want a partner and I said to you I was like do not rush into something just because of this because I, I felt mm. it too yeah. mine was I've always had this thing of my dad being the audience at Wembley that's always been my thing in my head yeah. and I was like and I've not done that and I don't know if he's proud of me and, rah, rah. and I was like, went of course he fucking is and of course he's yeah. proud of you and of course absolutely and he like, is it doesn't matter that neither of us have put on a wedding gown yet and he's not had to do the speech that we know will be 30 minutes full of jokes but <laughs> and props and it's probably a costume change but <laughs> It's magic, magic tricks. tricks, yeah, and definitely a tap dance. <laughs> but he doesn't care about that. He cares about if we are happy, and I think that is a main yeah. thing of everything. We put so much pressure on ourselves to have all these. Oh, it's very easy to yeah, do that, yeah, and have all these yeah. tick boxes of have you been married? Mm. Have you done this? Have you done that? And actually, the main thing is, are you happy? And that is something mm-hmm. I think no, they can't take that away from us. Like, yeah, us three are no. strong, confident women that have all been through the fucking ringers with with men. And actually, the one thing they can't take away from us is my happiness now. Mm-hmm. So, um, on that very Amen. lovely moment, preach, preach, child. Thank <laughs> you, <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kel, so much for coming on. We'll let you get back to work because she's currently sat in a car Aww. park at work. <laughs> I, hope, I know it's really I hope funny. The fox actually, is okay. Oh, yeah. There was a little fox yeah. earlier limping. I'm going to go and find him and maybe give him some straps of food or something. Yeah. Yeah. Some there'll be something rambling in my car. Nags has been in here hey. lately, so mm-hmm. there'll probably be some food somewhere. Probably. <laughs> I love snacks. But thank oh, you Kel, so thank much. Thank you so much. I love you. No, thank you for having me. I, I love, love you guys. Both. Lots oh. and lots. And um, peace out. Thank you so much for listening to me. Woo! Peace out, A-Town. A-Town down. down. Oh. <laughs> thank you so much, Kelly Gray. Aww. Ah, what a treat. I'm very proud of my sister for coming on because she did say to me that she's very scared. And I, 
it's one of the things going, oh, mum, I'm so sorry. You're going to have my episode and then Kelly's and it's just, we're going to need a group cuddle. But yeah. <laughs> very proud of her. Very proud of the life she has made for herself and the strong yeah. ass woman that she is now. You know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so sorry, this has been a bit of a longer one, but we are kind of taking a bit more time and we don't want to edit stuff out. So thank you guys for staying with us. Yeah. Um, and before we love you and leave you, it's the win of the week! Ooh. Well, okay, Nat's informed me. Yeah. She must be excited <laughs> about this because she's told me about it, that she has one, but she won't tell me what it is. Oh, it's ridiculous, so but I love it. I'm I'm hearing this with you guys for the first time. Right. So, Nat, I'm intrigued. Are you ready? Are you ready for I'm this? I fucking can't wait. I've been waiting for an hour. So, Tell me. So, the other day, I'd, I bought some Colin the Caterpillars. Okay. Right. Okay. As in like Percy Pigs, but they're Colin the Caterpillars and I freaking love them. Are they the sour ones though? No, no, no. Not the sour ones. Just the regular ones. Oh, okay. And I, I, like I do ones, like the sour ones, but the regular ones, you just can't beat them. They're just, the, they're like a bourbon. They're the one, they're the staple of Oh, bourbons sweets. are shit. Carry on. Uh, We're wow. not friends We can't be friends. Wow. Guys, this is a last right. podcast. Done. Because she, that's <laughs> it. Right. We'll come back to that another day. Fuck me. Yeah. We'll talk about that another day. I'll let you have this. Jesus. <laughs> Thought you knew someone. Um, so, yeah, I, I bought some Collins and I ate them because that's what you do. And I thought yeah. nothing of it. And then last night, uh, not last night, sorry, on Saturday night, I had a gig. Um, I did a support for Billy the Kid because he was the first person that ever got one of my songs. Um, uh, oh my God, what's the word? Signed, signed. There you go. To New State Music. And he's like, do you want to come down and do a little spot on my DJ set of the song? And I was like, yes. Um, so and on the way home, I was really tired. I was feeling a bit of like, oh, I just want to be in bed. And I reached over for my water bottle. And found the what empty bag of Colin the Caterpillars. <gasps> right. It wasn't empty. <gasps> How many? Three. Yes. Oh. And <laughs> I know this is a really, really silly win of the, win of the week, but I have never been that happy. <laughs> no. I Listen, I'm smiling because I've done that when you're on the way home from a gig and you oh. don't want to stop. Yeah. Because it's cold outside just and get you just want to get home. And you're literally oh. sat thinking, what can I eat? I could do with some sweets. And yeah. then you rummage around. And when you find something yes. that may have been there a while, don't judge doesn't me. doesn't matter. Absolutely does not matter. Never. But you find it and you're like, oh my God, oh God. there's yeah. that chocolate bar that I started eating two weeks oh. ago. <laughs> Mate, yeah, you can have that one. Thank That's you. For you. And do you know what was <laughs> even better? It was my favourite flavours. It was the the lemon ones, the like green and yellow stripped ones. You um, like lemon as well? Oh my God, I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> I'm questioning our entire friendship. <laughs> no, do you know what? Actually, this works because whenever we share a tin of biscuits, I will have the bourbons. This is true. This is probably and why we've got along so well because you like all the yeah. things that I don't. So exactly. I'll eat the custard creams. You can I'll eat. fight you for them, but sure. Yeah. Listen, you get one or the other. <laughs> so. Fair. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I just, I literally was like, what? I'm about to like bin it. I was like, oh, I need to put that in like my glove compartment and bin it. I was like, oh my God, that's, that's not empty. And genuinely at half three in the morning, there was nearly a single tear just like dripping down my cheek. So to any normal moment. people who were listening, who were like, yeah, these bitches are crazy. We are, Get a but life. We are. Yeah, it's we know the that. equivalent to finding 20 pound in an old coat that you've, you didn't have on yep. since last winter. Like that's how it feels. <laughs> When it's that, that late, very and you're driving good on your own, yeah. and you just want chocolate just want or shit, and then you find it amazing. 
Yeah. So that is my win of the week. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm absolutely okay with it. I'm I'm very proud of how you built that up for me for the last hour. Thank you. You're so welcome. Very, Told you it was magical. It was magical, but, but the the way you were going on, I thought you'd met a unicorn or something, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why didn't she tell me? Like, God, she's not even put it in a voice note. This is huge. Damn, uh, it's still it huge, magical. but the way you've been carrying on, honestly, I thought you could like... A bit disappointed. Yeah, uh, but it's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I'm going to be, I'm being honest with you. <laughs> Wow. Well, on that note, I'm, I'm going to go and I eat took some it away bourbons. from you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for tuning in once again and listening to us ramble on. Um, like we said, if you guys want to write in, if you want to tell us your story, it's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Also, please, please do continue to tweet Tesco, Sainsbury's, Aldi, Lidl, Waitrose, uh, Marks and Spencer's, whoever. Tell them we yes. need the Biscoff. Let Biscoff know. Let Biscoff know. Right, love you guys. Love you. (laughs) Love you. Bye. We do apologise if anyone was triggered by any of the dialogue we used today. We are still learning and we are only just beginning to talk about our own experiences. We're aware that trigger warnings are completely different for everybody. So please bear with us. We love you all. We also want to hear your experiences. If there's anything you'd like to share with us, any stories, anything you are happy to discuss on this podcast, you can stay anonymous if you would like. Please send us an email at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media at takebackthebeat. Thanks, guys. We love you all.